What's up, Hyperfascination? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a lady whose company last year alone saved business owners nearly $750 million in taxes. Welcome to the show, the tax goddess, Shauna. Welcome to the show today, Shauna. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm excited to talk to to you, the tax goddess, about <laughs> about taxes. And we were talking about this before the show. There's a lot of things, I think, as real estate agents, you know, you don't necessarily think about when it comes to how do you set up your business uh, and tax structure and all that to to minimize what you have to pay, maximize what you get to keep. Uh, before we kind of start to get into some of that stuff though, why don't you give our listeners and viewers a little bit of background on who you are and how you help people on the tax side of things. Absolutely, it'd be my pleasure. So uh, yeah, what we do, our entire job, people call us when they want to look poor in the eyes of the IRS, right? Mm. Our entire job is reducing the taxable income for business owners. So we look at about 400 plus strategies. Every single type of business has its own, you know, here are the three or four that are specific <clears throat> to this particular industry. But when you look at a business owner in general, right, so real estate agents are business owners. When you look at business owners in general, there's about 400 strategies that work. And what we hear, you know, the, the biggest comment that we hear is, well, <clears throat> gracious, I'm getting y'all choked up even thinking about mm -hmm. talking tax and having people pay tax. It's crazy. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest comments that we hear is, well, I've gone to my CPA and they've told me there's nothing else I can do. I've written off a car. I've done the 401k but there's nothing else I can do. And so one of the, the most important points is really there should be generally at least three people on someone's financial team. So you have a bookkeeper, you have a CPA, right? Whose job it is to just file the taxes and then you have a tax strategist. And that's one of the biggest pieces that business owners don't even realize exist. There's only 607 of us. I'm a tax strategist, right? There's only 607 of us in the entire country. So most people don't even know that we exist and that that's mm. a thing and that it's a specialty. So what kind of income does someone need to make or the business be doing to where, you know, it, it makes sense. They're going to get a positive ROI on hiring someone like you. Absolutely. So I'm going to go two different routes with that, right? <clears throat> Positive ROI from a baseline. Listen, you could be making $10,000 worth of profit, but you don't want to hire a specialist yet, right? What you want to do in that case, you know, your YouTube, uh, joining like Facebook groups, these kinds of things to pick up on some of the baby, baby, basic strategies, right? When you want to and when you're ready to actually hire a specialist, typically now you're taking home about 200,000 plus. Okay. Yeah. So for most, yeah, like most real estate agents, if you're selling seven, eight million, you're probably- You're there. In that ballpark. You're there, yep. What are, what are some of the biggest things you see real estate agents not doing when it comes to you know, minimizing 
taxes getting more efficient in this area? Absolutely. Well, one, one of the first ones, just to be honest with you, is they're kind of ignoring the business side of their business, right? Mm -hmm. They're so focused on sales that no one is really watching the shop. So it'll come to December 20th and your bookkeeper finally says, yeah, so look, you've made $400,000 this year. And then you go screaming, flying to your CPA going, oh my God, what do I do? How am I going to pay the taxes? Right. Like, I mean, and you've spent it, right? You've maybe spent right. that money on buying a new home or buying a yacht or like whatever it was you were doing personally, right? So you go to the CPA, but you go too late, right? December 20th, you know, I'm almost at Christmas presents and cookie time, right? I mean, there's just not a lot of time left in the year to do a whole lot. So that's, that's the first thing is if you are and you know that you're making good money, start looking at these things early, way early, right? February, March, April, really by about June, we start losing horizon, right? Like we start, we can't do this strategy because this one takes six months. We can't do this one because this one takes five months, right? It, it just takes time to get a lot of these, especially the bigger ones put into place. You know, there are absolutely some strategies you can do in an afternoon. It takes you an hour, it costs you 50 bucks, it'll save you 3,000. But there are some strategies that you need to know in February, March, April that cost 300,000, but that will save you a million, right? Hmm. So it really, depending on the size and how much profit you're making, the more time horizon you have, the better you can do uh, with reducing your taxes for that year, so. So they don't, they don't plan soon enough, most people. What, what are some other common mistakes that real estate agents might be making? You know, Absolutely. Waiting yeah. to plan? Yeah, uh, relying on only your CPA is going to be mm -hmm. number two, right? Um, and we hear this, I hear this all the time, again, because that's our specialty at Tax Goddess. But uh, you know, going to the CPA and the CPA saying, well, there's nothing else we can do. Buy a car fund the 401k, maybe they start to talk about the basic strategies like paying your kids or an accountable plan, right? Um, and we should talk about aggression scale. Uh, so I'll, I'll come back to that here in a second. But sure. maybe they're talking about these, what we consider basic strategies, which is good and that's great. You're not paying a CPA to bring you strategy. You're paying a CPA to file your return and keep you out of jail, right? Keep you out of the audit range, right? So looking at your CPA as they are the one source of all knowledge is a big problem. Because if you, and so <clears throat> perfect spot to talk about the aggression scale. If you're on a scale of zero to 10, zero meaning the IRS never calls you never ever, except random audit, right? Because that can happen. And 10 meaning we're all going to jail, right? As far as aggressiveness on strategies, <laughs> okay, right? Most CPAs, when you give them that scale, most CPAs are going to say, well, I'm like a, a two, maybe a three. You know, they don't want to be looked at as having no strategies at all because it's, right. it's a little embarrassing as a CPA. Like all I do is file forms. You know, no, nobody wants to be known as that person. But they're not, I'm never mad about that. They're not trained. They're not specialized. They're not, you know, I've gone through four years of training, and I've been doing this for about 25 years, <laughs> specializing in strategy only. So when you look at going to a CPA, keeping your ears open and looking for other strategies as well is huge, right? So we, we kind of talked about, you know, the basics, right? Level zero stuff, paying your kids, having an accountable plan. The, the accountable plan always breaks my heart, okay? Because we got case after case after case, Client came to us, uh, she, in speaking with her CPA, 
CPA said, no, you can't write off your clothes. No, you can't write off your meals. No, you can't write off your, it was a home office, I think, at the time, right? When we started going through her numbers, we found $190,000 worth of deductions that oh, she wow. should have been able to take that her CPA said no mm. to, okay? So it's, the, the best way I can describe it is kind of self-education, right? Like right. keep your ears open for what else is available. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good overall way to look at it is, that, you know, you've got to go out and take responsibility, learn the strategies, uh, talk to tax strategists like you, and then bring that back to the CPA. And, you know, they're, they're there to keep you out of the timeout box, really make sure that what, you're, what you've heard, what you've learned, you know, can be implemented or that you're implementing it the right way. Um, I was but, about to say, and making sure that your strategist and your CPA are on the same team. Right. So if we go back to the aggression scale, most business owners right, are going to be around a level seven or eight. Right. So an eight like I'm an eight. Right. An eight means I don't mind if the IRS calls me, but everything I'm doing is legal. Here's all the right. backup. Here's the proof. Here's absolutely all the pieces. Right. So I, I have no problem if the IRS comes to talk to me because here's the backup and they go, OK, stamp of approval and they go away. Totally good with that. Right. But if you as a business owner are an eight, and your CPA says they will not sign off on anything over a two, you may also need a new CPA, right? So it's really a three-party thing. You know, you, your CPA, and your tax strategist, which is why many people, you know, we are also CPAs. I've got a whole firm of 80 people, and we do tax turns and that kind of thing. But that's a part of why that firm even exists, right, is as a strategist, we're a level eight, a lot of CPAs, we like them, we love them, they've been doing your stuff for 20 years, we've never had a problem, that's great. How much money are you leaving on the table? Right? Because the CPA is a level two and there's level eight strategies out there. So, What's your process when a new business owner, client comes, comes to you? How do you, how do you like intake them and make sure that they are not missing out on any savings? All the things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all the things is probably the best uh, the best description of that. But uh, yeah, so so step number one, it starts with a fifteen minute telephone call, right? Who are you? What do you do? Right. So in your case, you're a real estate agent. I'm taking home about three hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, paying about a hundred thousand dollars in taxes. I'm not happy about that, right? Um, I'm married. I've got kids. I own my house. I own a couple rental properties myself. You know, like whatever whatever your actual situation is, right? And from that, we then ask for a copy of the tax return, as well as we do a one hour. I'd call it a deep dive call, right? So we see these two rental properties on your tax return. This will be very apt for your audience here. We see these two rental properties on your tax return, but there's no depreciation. Why? Uh, I, I don't know. What do you mean there's no depreciation, right? Like we see that a lot, which is kind of scary. So wow. uh, yeah, you're, you're telling me, right? Um, so, so what ends up happening- they, they assume that you- take it when you sell the property, right? Like, uh, it's allowed or yeah. allowable. So if it's right. not taken, the IRS is still going to charge you for it, whether you right. took it or didn't. Yeah, it's it, bad. Yeah. If you look at your tax returns <laughs> and don't see depreciation, ask your CPA immediately. Like in my 25 years of practice, I've seen one case, one, where there was no depreciation taken and that was okay because it was a wraparound. So they didn't actually own the property. And I'm like, oh, right. okay, then we're good. That's a different, you know, different deal, right? But one out of 
thousands. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a problem. So, but anyway, but the, the point of it is, right? So we deep dive with you as a client, we look through the returns, and generally we come back to you with a range, right? So, uh, you know, this is the savings that we're seeing, right? It could be 200,000 to 400,000 every single year. Like, it just depends on what you're doing, what you have, and what the taxes are. And we come back with a range on cost, right? So we have to create a tax plan for you. These things are typically 200 to 800 pages. You do not have to read 800 pages. Everybody freaks out about reading 800 pages of tax code, right? It's not what you have to do as an owner, right? Um, but, you know, big, big book of all the backup. Here's all the strategies that apply to you. Now it's time to implement them. That's where we tend to get your bookkeeper and your CPA involved is, okay, we want you to pay your kids, call the payroll company, get them on payroll, right? We want you to do the master's exemption. Great, call your bookkeeper and make sure they're tracking the events, like these kinds of things. What's the master's, is that the, uh, the two week oh, rule, the Augusta rule? Yes, okay. it is my favorite of all the things. That's and a I good one, we should, we should mention that, I think. It, oh, it's a fantastic one. Well, okay, so I'll, get, I'll give you my favorite story. So I just moved into this house last year, May, right? So eight or, eight or nine months ago at this point, right? And my old home, great house, loved it. It was about 1,900 square feet. Uh, I, I'm in Arizona, so Old Town Scottsdale, right? Hopping kind of place, whatever. When you pull your rates for the master's exemption, right? You're allowed to use whatever the rates are for the hotels and conference centers near your location, okay? So Old Town Scottsdale, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be great. These rates are going to be phenomenal. Came back at about $3,500 per event, per day, okay? So 3,500, you have 14 days of income that you can earn that is completely tax-free. Now, what, what trips most people up, all right, is that they're thinking that somebody else has to pay them. That's not true. It is hmm. somebody else in the eyes of the IRS, but if you have an entity, if you have an LLC or a partnership or an inc or whatever, that is somebody else in the eyes of the IRS, okay? So your business can actually rent your home from you. Whatever that rental rate is, in this case 3,500, is 100% tax-free, which means you get a $49,000 per year tax deduction. You get to keep all that cash. The government gets $0 of it. No taxes, nothing. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, so, that, that one, and that's anybody that, you know, if you're a real estate agent, and you even if you're a solopreneur, right? You can absolutely. start an S-Corp LLC and... And you probably should have some sort of an entity anyway. There's a lot of strategies where right. you really need to have the entity to segregate yourself from your business to be able to get the benefits of the plan, like, like an Accountable plan, right? Like the masters, you have to be separate. But if you look at it from that standpoint, real estate agents, you guys have the easiest time ever with the master's exemption because <laughs> hold networking events. Hold education, you know, your monthly market update. Hold it in your home. Do it as an event. Call prospects. Call your, your vendors, your clients, you know, whatever. Have them come to your home and do these events. The, when I moved, and this is the part that I find fascinating, you really, really have to do your market research. I moved into Paradise Valley, Arizona. The new rental rate on my new home is 11500 per night. Per night. Oh, wow. Right. So we're talking like $160,000 a year of tax-free income. So making sure that you're getting the right rental rate is huge. It could literally wipe out your income. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
Any other like kind of obvious ones that you think you could mention just to give people absolutely yeah something else to think about? so <laughs> let's see so accountable plan uh, master's exemption paying your kids is huge uh, now this is actually a new court case that just came out recently it also allows you to pay grandchildren so if you're older it's not just your lineal children you could also pay grandchildren now I've got a client my favorite story at the moment she has 10 children the kids have to be over the age of seven to be able to pay them according to some court cases, okay? Over the age of seven, she has seven of her 10 that are currently older than the age of seven. Each child in the 2023 rates can get a little under $21,000 a year tax-free. So for her seven kids, if I round that 21 times seven, she's earning $147,000 a year completely tax-free just because she has children. If oh, you have, wow. Yeah, if you have grandkids, it works the same. So between that, you know, this is why I like some of these basic but levels. But the money, zero, the money gets paid stack. to the kids, right? Money gets and paid then, to the kids, and the, yeah. And, and because of their income level, they're not paying taxes, right? You got it. But the biggest thing to note here, and what a lot of CPAs and parents miss or misunderstand, is that the only thing that you cannot charge your child for is the three parental duties, food, clothing, and shelter, <laughs> okay? But, so you can't charge them rent for living in your house, right? That doesn't work. But many kids go to swim lessons, karate lessons. They need an iPad for school. Hmm. They need, um, they're going to private school. This is huge for parents that are paying for private schools, okay? So any of the money that goes to the children, you can, of course, put it into a Roth IRA, really set your kids up for the time they get to retirement, right? Because it's a huge length of time to be building up the value inside Roth IRA. Or you can use that money to spend on anything other than food, clothing, and shelter. Hmm. Yep. That's Which pretty wild. Really cool. um, well, I appreciate you getting on here, sharing some of these savings and your overall process and just some basic things oh, that real estate agents should do to to you know keep keep more of the the commission checks that they've earned so thank you very much if people out there listening want to learn more about what you do or how to connect with you and your team what should they do or, or where should they go Absolutely. Easiest place to find us is taxgoddess.com. <laughs> We're pretty easy to find. Uh, but yeah, you know, certainly somebody that is getting frustrated with how much they're paying or they want to keep more, this is the way to do it, right? Um, I've, I always bring up Al Capone. Al Capone was a level nine on the aggression scale, right? He was doing bad things, but hoping he wasn't going to get caught, right? Level 10's going to jail and he went from nine to 10, right? <laughs> Why did they catch him? Because he was underreporting his income. Right. That's how the IRS caught him. That's how he ended up in jail. So I'm a huge fan of, you know, I'm, I'm a CPA and red does not look good with orange. Right. I'm not going to jail for no one. Uh, but, you know, really don't don't worry about the, the little like, oh, well, I could not report this twenty dollars, not report that five thousand report all of it and then use the legal tax structures that are available, right? These laws, the master's exemption, was written by the senators and congresspeople for their own homes, right? And if a law is a law, you're a US citizen or a US resident, you get to use the law too. So just make sure that you know what the law is, and if you don't, reach out to a specialist, that's what we do, so. 
yeah, it's, it's good to be in the top 1% in the country of what we do. It, it helps people. This, uh, this past year, we saved over $740 million for our clients in 2022. Wow, $740 so, million. Yeah. And that was uh, taxgoddess.com? Taxgoddess.com. You got it. Nice and easy to find. All right. Well, check out taxgoddess.com. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Shauna, to all of oh. our listeners and viewers. Thank, Thank you, you for, for tuning us. in and <laughs> please leave us some feedback, share this episode with other people that you think would benefit from these tips as well. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Hyperfast Agent Show today. I really liked this show in this episode where we got to look at different ways to help real estate agents save more of their commission by reducing their taxes. Another way that I'm helping real estate agents do that is through our group at eXp Realty. eXp takes way less commission than most brokerages. Plus they give you the opportunity to build wealth through stock awards and the revenue share program. If you want to learn more about how by moving to eXp and partnering with me and Carrie Shull, we can give you the coaching and the training and mentoring to scale your business, help you keep more of your commission and build recurring revenue. Please send me a text message at 703-638-4393. Again, when you are ready, to join me at eXp Realty, send me a text message at 703-638-4393. I would be honored to talk to you.